Backchat Studios is a part of the ACAST Creator Network. Head to backchatpodcast.com.au to sign up as a patron and access all of our merch. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You cannot Well, here we go. Backchat basketball show, the penultimate episode of the season. I've only just decided that today. One more episode after this until we take a little break because we're in no man's land uh, for the basketball season. We've got NBA drafts has happened, free agency is about to open, but then nothing really happens for like a month. So we're going to take some time off. Let's get straight into this one. Jared Badgers here. Hey, Jared, welcome to the basketball show. Mate, thanks so much for having me. I've uh, been uh, listening to the basketball show the last few weeks. Uh, yep. it's, been, uh, it's been very good. Loving some of the guests you've had on there. And I oh, can't wait to get into the episode with you today. How good? Basketball is so good. This is the best bloody thing ever. Um, you have um, your basketball career. I think we've talked about it You know, off, off air. It hasn't been the most uh, prolific of types. You and I are both similar in stature. And I mean, you're really strong and fit, but I'm, you know, we're not, we're not tall guys. Um, we're, we're, you, how are you linked to basketball? Because you've definitely got some links. Oh, mate, I'm still 6'1". You bloody get, get me You're out. 6'1". I'm 6'1". No. It's just I'm standing next to Will Schofield when we <laughs> out that divorce me. But, um, yeah, no, good. So I've uh, always always played basketball. I pretty much played in the same domestic teams from when I was six years old to when I was 18. Um, and uh, we had a really, really good group of guys that uh, some of them were playing, ended up playing state level. Um, I actually went to Willington High School for uh, for one year on the basketball program there, which was good. Nice. Um, and um, yeah, and, and played for Lakeside Lightning in the Wobble for a few years there, like early junior years. Um, so it's always been like a really big part of, uh, of my uh, my fitness and uh, my lifestyle and always been uh, following particularly the Wildcats. I'm a little bit into yeah. the NBA, but um, we've always but always got grown up going to the basketball games with dad. Um, yeah. Challenge Stadium uh, with, you know, Sean Reddish and Damian Martin, all these guns and watching them. Glory days. Yeah, the glory days. And then, um, yeah, haven't haven't played uh, the last few years with basketball. We did I actually had a body magic team. Uh, that I, yeah, that I created. It was called the Body Magics. Yep. Uh, and it was the uh, bit of the reunion of the the domestic childhood team that we hadn't had for a few years. So we got the we got the gang back together, and it all seemed great in theory. Uh, and uh, probably after about the first four or five games, you know, this person has to work away, and this yeah. happens, and and just what domestic sports happens, it kind of fell apart. Someone's partner gets pregnant. That's right. Yeah, yep. exactly, exactly. So uh, that that sort of thing and that sort of fell apart. But uh, and but the body magic they they kept playing even when I wasn't part of the team. The body magic was still going. So I, technically, I was like an owner, a manager. I was yeah, like nice. I'm like the Jackie Moon of the body magic. <laughs> basketball on a on a uh, on a Wednesday night. <laughs> what rec center were you playing in? We're, um, uh, Williston, Williston. I I reckon I played the body magics. I, I feel like it did. I played um, a couple of seasons at, at Williton. 
Um, the only place I've I've been threatened to have a fight in the car park, um, <laughs> which is pretty. <laughs> I don't know. It was like yeah. a lot of players. Um, we played. It would have been like B B grade, I reckon, B or C at the most. I don't. Did you ever? Play, was it like an A grade team or? No, oh, no, we played. Yeah, I think it was B or C as well. We're probably in yeah. the same league, bro. I reckon. I reckon we definitely beat you every single time as well. Um, <laughs> you you also um, so you you've played basketball as a junior, but then you you do a lot of training as well um, with with like basketball athletes because. I assume every sport has like a nice little niche of how you train athletes, but you do a lot of basketball stuff. So tell us about that. Yeah, definitely. So um, uh, I, like I said, I've trained guys from all sorts of different sports and backgrounds. I've got a lot of the football guys that come through. Um, but one of my long, uh, long clients um, that I've had for quite a long time has been uh, Nick Kay that played for the Wildcats. We met back in, I reckon it was 20, 2018, 2019. We actually just met at the um, Perth Wildcats uh, end of year piss up bowl. So we were there. We sort of, we just, right. we just hit it off. He actually lost a bet um to me that um if he lost this bet that he had to come and do a training session so he's a man of his word so he came down he did the training session and we just sort of hit it off since then and uh, whenever either nick's in town for his off season or when he was playing for the wildcats in the off season and staying here um we would be training together so we'd be in the gym um with him it was it's Usually we're just like lifting weights just because he's got so yep. many other um, uh, commitments that he that he does. He does like skills work at 6.30 in the morning with one coach and then he comes and lifts and then he does scrimmages with a few guys and then he's got, you know, this practice and that practice. So he's got lots of actual um, basketball prep uh, that, uh, that he goes and does uh, outside of the sessions that we do as well. But uh, we mainly just focus on the strength side of stuff. Um, yeah. I've worked with loads of other basketball athletes, um, uh, ones that have been sort of up and coming, some SBL athletes. Um, and that is really, like you said, it goes into a little bit more of the sports specific stuff. So whether that's uh, helping improve their vertical jumps, their agility, um, even just their endurance in, the, in, in a game. And then also strength work as well, depending on, you know, what they're wanting to work on, if they need to put on a bit of size to help them yeah whatever their position is and that sort of thing um and i was actually just recently down in uh kalgoorlie lovely place um, and i uh, was visiting a friend down there and his uh, girlfriend plays for the kalgoorlie uh giants team she's the captain down there that uh, regional basketball was big like yeah that, that's a big deal down there yeah 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 it's like it's the thing so uh, she's the captain she's a gun amy uh, borchette her name is and um uh, i took the team for like a little strength and conditioning workout when we're down there and did that and everybody is very different as to what you want to work on so like i said someone like nick that is already you know he's already a player i mean you don't you don't really need to um you know help help too much with that it's just more about either maintaining what he's got or working on a little bit of uh, different things whilst he's got some more time in the off season versus um the junior players that uh, come through it's maybe looking at okay cool is there anything about your body composition that we can change to make you better at the sport whether that's do you need to drop some weight or do you actually need to put on some weight um or do you need to work on your endurance because you're not able to run out of game or are you needing to be a little bit more athletic so there's all those different things that go into it and it is very individual depending on what the person is after and how they're wanting to improve yeah nice i know like over time different um fitness sort of well, so body shapes have sort of dominated the NBA, so like uh, or, or basketball generally. So you found that like um, late nineties, it was like big bodies, heavy guys, strong. They like push their weight around, yeah. um, and then you see then into the thousands of changes. And now even like you look back in the last five years at someone like LeBron James, right? So he has um, probably seven years ago, he was this huge tank, right? He, he was so strong. 
But then as like things sort of changed and diets became sort of more popular in terms of like the certain type of diets, a lot of these bigger athletes slimmed down. Have you, is that sort of like a general thing that happens across all sports? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's actually, it's to do with age right. big time actually. So um, right. actually with the, with LeBron's one, I actually heard, I can't remember if it was a podcast or it was an article I was reading, but um, uh, it was the trainer that he works with. So pretty much exactly like he said, he used to have this really big muscular frame, really big in a big, you know, yeah powering up overall he still does but you know um was, was a little bit bulkier so the reason why when you get a little bit older that you kind of tend to see these guys they drop a little bit of weight is to actually put less stress and less pressure on their knees and their hips and their back so yeah you think about it if you if lebron james jumps and he weighs i don't even know what he weighs 110 kilos say or probably more but anyway jump he jumps up and hits the ground the force that he's hitting the ground, that's quite a bit. So yeah. save your knees, save your joints, um, aches and pains, all the sort of, you know, bits and pieces that happens as you become a little bit older in your sport. If you're actually able to drop a little bit of that weight, you've just reduced the, you know, the, the pounds of pressure that's actually coming down for every move that you do. So it can actually prolong your career um, yeah. if you actually back it off a little bit. Because then you see guys like, you know, like a Shaq, right? Massive. Yeah. He's always so injury prone because he's, carrying around all this extra weight and there's just so much pressure the whole time that he's you know running around and getting bumped and all that sort of thing so you you kind of tend to see that when the athlete gets a little bit older they start to trim down a little bit to help with that it's almost like a bit of injury prevention yeah you reckon like zion williamson right mm. huge guy right power his whole his whole um game is built on power athleticism but he hasn't been able to like stay on the court for long periods of time like in terms of games played is he someone, he surely has to do something about his body shape, right? Otherwise, he's not going to survive. Yeah, exactly right. Well, he was uh, the, the the short amount of time, well, sort of this year for the NBA, the team I was really excited to watch was actually the Pelicans. I loved yeah. it. It was Zion and Dyson and and Jose. It was great. Um, but like he said, um, Zion just couldn't stay on the court. And definitely big time it comes down in to, to the conditioning side of things. I think, though, from... From last season to this season, just gone, he actually trimmed down a little bit of weight, though. I think that was like a, like quite a positive yeah. for, for him to come come out, which was good. But still, a long, long way to go. And like I said, it's just like when you're doing a movement in a in a game, and when you look at it in in a week and a month and over a whole season, how much repetitive movement that you do from jumping or pushing yep. off or sideways. Of course, if you've got more weight, it's like, just going to put so much more pressure on everything. There's just more things that can actually go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you touched on then the Pelicans. Um, are they sort of your team at the moment? Do you have a bus, an NBA team? I'm, I'm more just, I actually, I like really like the Lakers. Um, but uh, oh. I know, I know, I know. Really. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're a Lakers guy. Okay. Yeah, I just like the the whole history of everything is just so great. Like whenever you just watch any of the document, even for stuff that I wasn't around for, you watch the magic stuff, um, yep. or Kareem going around. It's just the whole history of it. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So I think that's really got me um, for, uh, for my NBA team. But in terms of the ones I like to watch the most uh, for this year, it was definitely the Pelicans. I was loving it. Zion. Um, being so powerful and doing these amazing dunks and then watching uh, Dyson Daniels start to get some yeah. time. and Australian guy. Yeah, yep. Yeah, start to develop. That was really good. And then Jose. Oh, that is just... The snake. 
Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. He is just the best, uh, and just be hiding behind. I was watching a guy two games that he'd be doing the little the little move that he does, where he's hiding behind the baseline and just sneaks up uh, around through them, which was uh, yeah, pretty awesome. I love that. <laughs> I can, I can, I feel like I relate to him more than anyone in the league because, like, um, I mean, he's obviously a very good basketball player, but like, I, I wasn't, and still, still, they're not. But like, I would use things like that cheap tactics just those little defensive annoying ones yeah exactly yeah that's right that's all i could bring to the team and that's what i was going to do um what about um so you're a bit of a pelicans guy like so, so i'm a mavs fan um people listen to the show hear about it to the f degree about how much i talk about the mavs and they're so bad it's like a, being a west coast fan <laughs> i thought i could do something about west coast eagles and they're that bad but the dallas mavericks so we just drafted a couple of good guys uh Derek lively the second good name and even better name omax prosper that is um, that's true. Yeah, his real name is like Omaxius, but uh, no, Oliviera Maxim. Yeah, I'm mean, not even going to try, but Prosper. Um, couple of good guys, excited about what they're doing. They also got a, a, a player from the Sacramento Kings, so they've tooled up a bit. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do in free agency. Do you do you like to follow the sort of um, the sort of news side of basketball? Like, do you get into that, you know, Twitter yeah. and things like that? You know what? I've never ever had a tw- Twitter account in my life, but I don't really. No, never. It just never got me for some reason. It's just another stream <laughs> of things that I just do not do it's not. It's a lot of shit. So yeah, I bet. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm re- really into watching all the Australian guys. So like, I'm yeah. I'm a massive Wildcats fan. We've been a members for oh since I was year six or something. Yeah. Uh, so we've always been to the games there, and it's always good seeing the guys that have been through the NBL system, and you love seeing them or where they go. It's like oh, yeah. Um, and even going back to you know James Ennis when he came here and he's gone back and started yep. the NBA, um, all the Boomers guys that uh, that, that sort of come in and out, um, Don, Dante Exum, Paddy Mills, I love watching Paddy play, he's unreal. Um, yeah, Landau this year has been good just to uh, just to see how he's gone. Um, just so many other guys, there's just so many uh, Australian Australian guys that are in the in the NBA now. There's just so much to keep following. Exactly. Yeah, it's so good and it makes um, good for our Boomers team that uh, will eventually start to make some noise in the World Cup and, and the, then as I get more and more um, in the next couple of years playing the Olympics and things like that, which is pretty exciting. Um, you've you've spent a bit of time um, with Luke Travers in the past. You got you had him on your podcast, which is uh, Fat Chat by Body Magic. Shut Fat Chat by Body Magic. Uh, part of our Back Chat uh, crew, fam, whatever we, network, whatever we call it. Um so he was in a really interesting case because he played in the NBL at the Wildcats and then got selected by the, the Cavs. What, what, what did he talk about with that process? What was that like for him? Yeah, he actually went into like a lot of depth with that actually and was talking exactly yeah, how he, pretty much him and his agent from the year, year and a half before him actually nominating for the draft, it was this very strategic and structured plan that went into place for him to get that opportunity. So it was even things from, you know, the individual skills that he was working on, the coaches in the off season that he was working with, um, and then also just making the most and how he was sort of dealing with the pressure of even having some of the NBA scouts that were coming on over and watching the Perth games um, in Perth uh, in person, particularly looking at uh, him and all his skill sets and um, what he could do. So it was really interesting to hear all of that. And then obviously the actual draft process as well like on the actual draft night yeah he said he's gone on over it was just like an absolute whirlwind of a few weeks where you're literally being flown around to every city to do workouts here workouts there you're doing training sessions you're doing fitness tests you're doing all these different things 
and you don't even have time to kind of relax and chat with the guys that are around you almost just because you're just flying straight to the next place, which was um, just so crazy to hear. And then he actually found out, he tells the full story on the, on the fat chat uh, yep. podcast episode, uh, but he found out uh, in a hotel room by himself uh, that he was going to the, uh, going to the calves and that's um, huge. And his agent only called him up uh, probably two minutes beforehand before it happened and said, you know, welcome, welcome to the NBA. And, um, and awesome. it sort of happened from there, which is um, pretty crazy. And uh, he said that the workouts after that, that he was able to do with the Cavs and some of the preseason stuff with the summer league that he was involved with were just like insane. He said just yeah. next level of talent and um, guys that are, you know, maybe fringe NBA guys uh, that he's playing up against. They're like dropping all these points on him and he's having to really sort of level up everything. And it was sort of, sort of a bit of a, all right, this is what I have to do to get to the next level. So um, he's so, so impressive though. I mean, all the work that he's done personally with all the, everything, skill side of basketball and also the mentality and the sports psych work that he's been able to do as well i thought that was one of the most interesting things so he reckons that what he's been working on most for the season just gone with the wildcats was um visualization and he's, sitting, he's he reckons he's sitting there in a timeout if there's a play being drawn up he's literally closing his eyes for a few seconds before he's getting up um onto the court for whatever the play might be and yeah he's right realizing in his head get getting the ball setting his shot up, setting his feet, the ball going through the hoop. And that's when he started to see all these really big progression on the back end of last year when he really right. started to bring all those uh, those great games together. And uh, he improved his, his three-point shooting from, I think it was about 30 or 40%. And then he finished off the year, um, the back end of the year, shooting 60% from three. And it was yeah, like, right. not necessarily of all any other physical work that he was doing, but it was the actual... Um, visualization and sports psych work that he was uh, working with at the time. So I thought that was super interesting. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. More guys that I'm talking to um, from all sorts of different uh, sporting codes, the more it comes into of how much is actually up here when it comes to the confidence um, and their performance and actually getting out there and, you know, making the most of all the opportunities that they get. It's pretty cool. That is cool. So you, I feel like you're telling me that I could have made it. I could have been a better basketballer if I just visualized more. Just I think visualize the ball going through the hoop, Dan, and then it would have happened. <laughs> Damn, what a shame. That's that's really annoying. I wish I knew that ten years ago. I could be. You could be interviewing me about getting um, drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Not too. So, it's not too late. <laughs> on one of these little vertical jump programs, and then uh, and then maybe we can. We're going to talk about vertical jump in a minute. I'm really like because I I so I know you're gonna laugh at this. You're gonna think I'm lying to you. But there's a period of time where I used to be able to jump off one foot and touch the rim. And like, if I could, I could almost dunk like a small um, softball. Like I could actually get, like I had good, a good jump for someone yeah. my size. Um, can't do that anymore. You know, I did my ACL, broke my ankle. There's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons I'm fat and, you know, out of shape. There's, there's plenty of reasons why, but I want to find out how I can get back to that. Um, do you know about with, um, with Travis, is he playing summer league again this year? Is that yeah. what? what yeah, sweet. So, when, so obviously it's just um he signed with the Melbourne United now, so no longer at the Wildcats, but still gets that opportunity with the Cavs. Yeah. So uh, so when we did the interview with Luke, so he was in he was staying in Perth for like a month. He was just sort of chilling about for a little while, and then he was heading on over two days after we did the episode to Melbourne, just to literally do a workout, say hi to everyone, check on in. Yeah. And then two days after that, he was over to America and he's been there since and just awesome. working with some coaches there um, and uh, doing the workouts with the Cavs and all the summer league stuff and all that sort of thing. So he said it was a really busy, super busy period. He was obviously picking up everything that he's had um, in uh, in Perth and moving it all to Melbourne. And then, um, you know, straight, straight from that to, to America and just doing this, uh, this big stint over there. The basketball lifestyle 
is absolutely crazy for for the yeah. international guys that play in you know the leagues here. Yeah. Um, Nick and the leagues that he's played in uh, in Europe and Japan and all this sort of stuff. The travel that goes into it, um, and you're here, you're there. It's just crazy, and it's just sort of stuff that I guess like uh, Australian sport, f- football being the biggest sport. You're locked in. You're locked in here. You don't go anywhere else. Yeah. Basketball, there's just so many more avenues and so many more leagues that everybody can sort of, you know, pivot this way, pivot that way and go and go, go on in and have all these other great right. opportunities. Just so much going on yeah. that you just got to be ready to go the whole time. Yeah. Uh, you've been spending a bit of time in Nick K recently. I've seen you on your scam, uh, lifting weights. He's looking strong. Is he, um, what's, what's he doing? Is he kind of play for the Wildcats? <laughs> Any insights on, on Nick Kay's movements? Yeah, so he's just signed another year with his team in Japan, uh, yep. the Shimane Magic. Uh, nice. I, went, I went on over there in December and checked that out uh, and, and stayed with him for a little bit, which was uh, super good fun. He is a rock star over there. Like, he, yeah. is, the, he is the guy. Uh, he sucks the air out of the room whenever he walks into a restaurant. Um, everyone is just, you know, because he... he stands out big time he's a big guy yeah he's, he's six foot nine uh yeah. and uh you know no. walks in walks yeah, in a room in japan and yeah. he's a lot taller than everybody else over there so um and the, the fans and everything over there are awesome his club he's got there is really good he's loving it over there um and um yeah so he signed one more year there but he comes back here for all of his off seasons um and um and, and we train together which is uh, which is good fun so always happens though because during the year for whatever sport anybody ever plays the the preseason is when you can really go hard in the gym and you work on PBs and you get you know your strength up your power up and whatever, um, and then during the year that kind of like fades away a little bit because you're just trying to recover to get yeah. up on game day on the weekend and that's really what the goal is just to perform on on the on the game day so. And over in Japan, there's not a real big strength and conditioning culture with the basketball uh, clubs there like the, the the gym facilities they're okay but they're not like here here's pretty good right. Um, so he comes back whenever he comes back from overseas for a bit, I always, for the first couple of weeks, I'm always, I've always got him. We're training <laughs> for two, it's two weeks on the dot every single time. And I'm going beautiful. I'm enjoying the two weeks going, oh, come on, Nick, I'm doing this one. Pick uh, up some. And then uh, two weeks on the dot, he's overtaking me and there's no way I can keep up with anything he does. So, he's a beast. He's a proper beast and he's so like, he's so dedicated and he just hates losing. Like he's just, (laughs) he's not not like one of these ones that like gets really dirty about it. It's like, it's just in, you could just, it's ticking in his head the whole time that I'm going to get you the next one. And he's been so nice about it, but I'm going to get you the next one. So I think that's why he's been able to do such amazing things. And uh, he's got the boomers camp coming up as well. Yeah um in i think that's like august or something like that that the the boomer squad gets together and they start um doing their training camp and whatever and then they'll select the team for um the world cup so i hopefully gets through that and they've got a few games over in melbourne i think i think there's two or three games that they play some uh, a couple of countries yeah yeah nice um one other thing that recently i've seen you be doing is talking to Corey homicide williams um he over in Perth, he's um, either he's like a villain. I don't know, like an evil genius. <laughs> I think what he does generally, he's just smart, the smart businessman, the smart marketing guy. He knows what buttons to push. Um, yeah. What was that like? Chatting to, to homicide. So yeah, that's that's just come out today. So this is this is a Wednesday, and both both uh, basketball show and Fat Chat come out on the same day. So that's available now. You can go listen to that full. Um, tell us what was it like to chat to homicide. It was awesome. So uh, one of the, I tell this on the on the pod to him as well. One of the core memories I've got being at Challenge Stadium, Wildcats fan was was like two thousand eight or two thousand nine, and the Townsville Crocs were, were playing the Townsville Crocs, and 
Corey Homicide Williams in the last quarter goes absolutely off. Uh, it was actually John Rilly as well, who's now the coach of the Wildcats. He, he got like something like eight threes or something or 10 threes in that game. Like he just all of a sudden lit it up and uh, they blew this big uh, lead, the Wildcats and Homicide Williams gets this big dunk with a couple of seconds to go to ice the game. Uh, and um, after the dunk, he takes his shirt off in challenge. So I've seen that video. Yeah. And he's like this and I'm 12 years old. I go, fuck you, Homicide. Go, what up? The stands at Challenge oh. Stadium because they were like they're not yeah. like a proper arena. They're shaking. Yeah. They're like, like those wooden, the wooden things. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're shaking. They're shaking. The place was going. He almost. I'm not joking. Right. Almost sent the place into a riot. Like it like, was. I've never they've... seen anything like it. Um, and that was one of the memories that uh, that I've got from um, back at the Challenge Stadium day. So when I reached out to him, I said that in the message. I was like, "Hey, Corey," because I've not met him before. I didn't yeah. really have a you know an in either like anybody yeah, yeah. to him. Um, and I just said, mate, this is one of the memories I've got. And he went, oh, bro, those are the days. Yep, when are we doing this, when are we doing this chat? Oh, great. That's good. Uh, which was good. So, uh, but no, it was so good. He's um, he's such a character. And like he said, he uh, he knows what buttons to push. And he likes being uh, just on the edge and that controversial um, uh, person in the NBL space. So, um, he loves having a, a very strong opinion. Uh, and uh, he goes into all of that and sort of why he does that. And it's been something that he's been um, doing since his playing days, really, even from getting mm. from uh, club to club, he was saying, just making the most of the opportunities that he was given for whatever team. And he just wanted to make sure that everybody remembered who he was on the court. Kind of. <laughs> and uh, he, there was another story t- he was telling about that um, asked me about trash talking and uh, no. about, uh, you know, oh, have you got any stories about that? And he goes, Mate, he goes, every game, every game was trash talking. He goes, I would be for every single game, I'd walk up to someone in the crowd who's sitting courtside and I'd say, what's your name? And say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Corey. I'm going to fucking beat you guys tonight or whatever. I'm going <laughs> to drop 40 on you tonight, whatever. Is that, I just pick, I pick two people and go up and do it to them every single game. And he goes, at least two people walking away and going, oh, yeah, I remember when Homicide came to town. <laughs> Um, he's such a character, such an entertaining listen. Uh, yeah. If yeah. you like basketball um, and, and you, you just want to have a bit of a laugh as well, it is classic and he can really, really tell a story. So entertaining. Uh, and yeah, it was it was a really good one. So make sure you go check that out over at Fat. For sure. It's, uh, it's one, I think it's one of the best ones I've done so far. It's really, really good. Funny thing about, so so Will um, Schofield, who we, we do a lot of podcasts with, um, he's not really a, a basketball guy at all. It's probably fifth, sixth, seventh down on his list of sports that he follows. Like I, I assume he probably follows lacrosse more than he does um, <laughs> basketball. So he has like he's very limited knowledge of basketball. And he was, um, you know how Homicide's um, Instagram handle C Homicide? Yes. Sco, he started following us recently on uh, on our channel. Um, and uh, he just said like, Homicide just started following us because it says C Homicide and Homicide. So now everything of Corey, I just think of Homicide as, um, <laughs> as his name. Um, all right, so we talked about um, hops before, right? So, give me give me some stuff that I can do um, to. I know I know I'm never going to dunk the basketball, right? Like it's not physically possible for me to get enough um, hops to dunk. Is that is that true? I don't I don't think I'm physically gifted. Well, Without learning that, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that obviously when you're actually shorter to the ground, you have to jump Oof. higher. So that, that yeah, makes, that's me. That makes um, you know, something a little bit, uh, a little bit trickier, but definitely not impossible to improve your jump. So, like, if you're wanting to improve it in terms of stuff that you can go do either at home or at the gym or just like regular things that you kind of want to work on, it's really just about making yourself a little bit more explosive. 
So how you can do that is the obviously the, the the obvious answer is the move that you're trying to do is pretty much just a vertical jump. It's just like a big jump squat. Yep. And uh, what you'd want to be targeting is your quads, your glutes, and your calves. They're sort of the main three muscle groups that are really helping you to uh, get a vertical jump and improve that. So what you can do if you were to do it at home or you wanted just a little routine to do, you don't have to do much to get better at power stuff. It's actually better to do a little bit less. So if you do a whole session of, you know, you just want to do half an hour of jumping and I'm jumping over this and that and, and doing all these crazy explosive things, you're not going to actually get the benefit of uh, helping you improve the power so much. You're actually just like, you're, you're actually doing the opposite. You'd be doing it the other way. You're reducing your power because you're trying to do it over a longer period of time. So right. The key to getting better at power is doing less. So do pick like two exercises at the start of any session that you do and just do three sets and do a max of six reps. And, uh, yep. and in between the sets, you can have loads of rest, have like three, four minutes rest, really chill out in between. Um, just because when you do something as explosively and as powerfully as you as you can, so a, a jump squat or a, or a box jump, for example, once you've done five or six of those, you're pretty gassed, right? Like you yeah. need quite a bit of rest to be able to get your body back to that potential to do it again. So the key for power is only doing a few sets to start on off with because that's actually going to improve what your maximum power is going to be and also have a lot of rest in between. So um, other moves that you can do. So yeah, uh, box jumps are great and just keep increasing the height that you're uh, doing those box jumps out and just do it nice and steady and slow. Um, and uh, other good ones are like jump squats, alternating, oh, sorry, alternating jump lunges. So off one knee and like yep. sitting on and catching yourself into the next one like that. Um, and then what's another one? Um, yeah, uh, like pencil jumps, a great one for your calves. So that's like where you're standing quite still uh, and you're just using your slight bend in your knee and you're more just using your calves to spring yourself up with almost straight legs. So that, like a pogo stick. Exactly right. So that's more targeting like your lower legs, like your calves and your Achilles and that sort of thing to help you with that. So those three moves are great to, to start on off with to do. Three sets of like six to six to eight of them, no more than that. Lots of rest in between. Um, and uh, that'll really help. And then if you want to go like that next level, so if you're talking to someone that's pretty experienced in the gym, uh, and they're doing, you know, plyometric jumping stuff and doing jump squats and that sort of thing. The next step to that is you can start to load it up a little bit. And how you do it with load is you just add some weight. So a good rule, if you're doing any power stuff and you want to in increase the weight that you're doing, only do it by about 30% of what you can do the maximum of that exercise. So example, um, if you're doing a box jump and you want to wear like a, a weights vest or something like that. Yeah. Uh, only do 30% of the weight that you could do something like a back squat for. So it's like a similar right. rule, whatever the max is, 30% of whatever the max is. That's a good rule. Yep. That's that's easy. Yep. I could do that. I could start, I reckon if I, touching the rim, I reckon I could touch the rim and pull it down. That'd yep. be a good goal. I could do that. The problem that I've always got, like like yourself, Dan, is gripping the ball. My hands are not- Yeah, up yeah like, the, the palming it palm. enough to get it over the rim. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then like, if you really want it, you got to go even higher. So it's like, you know, <laughs> you know I'm already on the limit with uh, how I can get up to yeah. that as well. And that's also through the legs and like backwards dunks, like, you know, that's, right. that's just another layer. Exactly. It's it even harder and harder. <laughs> um, one, one, one last thing we'll, we'll cover. Um, you've got an app coming out uh, really soon. I'm really excited about that. We've been talking about it on Backchat as well. Um, Tell us about the app. How far away is it? How do you get involved? 
Yeah, so it is uh, literally being migrated over. It's being switched over as we were. Well, actually, happened last night, and it's just yep. finishing all the last little final touches with it, which is uh, super exciting. So, um, it's been. I've had the um, the the platform I had before that for like almost four years um and we've just done like a major upgrade and all the features um all the content that's in there and also um just sort of like the teachings and the the process of our how how we do the whole process of everything so what we're really about is more just doing the little things every day so we're not looking at like giving you it doesn't matter how perfect the the meal plan is or how perfect the workout program is it's more about trying to find out what we can actually get you to do each and every day just to get that little 1% better and yep. to not make it so much of an effort when you're actually going to the gym or you're trying to diet uh, or you're trying to improve your vertical jump or, you know, your um, whatever it is of your sport. It's more about just doing those little daily 1%ers and working through that with you um, to see how we can improve and, and hardly be any effort at all. So it's been super exciting we've got new recipes on there there's like 60 plus recipes uh, some some great meals on there that you can cook they're all all included um the workout programs you track your weights uh progress pages you upload your pics it'll it'll send you uh, reminders and updates of how your progress has been going for your workouts for your measurements for your weight um we've got a group chat feature so we can you know link everybody in uh that's uh we will we'll announce that a little bit better exactly what we're doing with that um and we're going to create this real great online community and uh, it's going it's going to be awesome super excited it's been a massive task um, it's uh it's all coming together and it's all going to be uh, all over back chat fat chat every every podcast that we got uh, down the yep. studios and i'm super excited to have everybody uh, on board very very soon yeah sweet i can't wait that's gonna be good so i've got like some some strength goals some fitness goals and you know the other thing that i set a big goal at the start of the year and i'm progressing really nicely with it I wanted to learn to spin spin a basketball on my finger. Yes. And I spend, it's really annoying for the guys that work with at the studio because I spent half the day just doing it and like it fumbling <laughs> off and hitting things, like knocking Dropping someone's the laptop off. Over and... yeah, yeah, constantly. So by the end of it, I'm going to be like, you know, a mature age, undrafted guy that's like pushing for a C-grade team, I reckon. I'm going to get back on the floor. Funny you say that because we've actually got a little project as well with uh, with the online platform with uh, with Bryce Cotton that's going to be out <laughs> after the fat chat stuff and after the back yep. chat stuff. We're going to do that and hit that hard. Um, but you know what? Might be able to help you with some of those little skill uh, skills. Okay. I think we might have to get on the basketball podcast and um, talk a little bit about that uh, program and what's included with that, which would be good. That sounds good. All right. Back chat basketball show. Uh, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au is where you can email us. Uh, Backchat underscore basketball is us on Instagram. Uh, like I said, this is the second last week of the season. How long are we going to take off? I don't know, maybe four, six weeks. When basketball things come and, uh, come and go, in you know, by the end of what month are we in? June. So by the end of July, I think start to get up again. Honestly, you don't want to hear me dribble about no basketball for four <laughs> to six weeks. It's hard enough to listen to me as, as it is when it's the peak basketball season. Um, second last episode next week. Not sure who is on for sure. Try to get, I'm trying to rope Greg High back in because it's been a minute since I think it's been 10, 15 episodes. Greg was a regular guy. Yep. Been traveling. So we're gonna try to get Greg back. I've been pushing to get Jesse Wagstaff. Um is he, does he do much like chatting on pods and stuff or is he no, he doesn't. That's why it's a struggle because it's convincing him to do something he doesn't really want to do. Yep. Uh, which is completely fair enough. Um but Keep an eye on our socials. We'll put out a post um, in the next few days of who's going to be on the show next week. But, Jared, thank you. Uh, thanks for helping me. I feel 
better at basketball already. That's good. Um, That's what and again, check out Fat Chat by Body Magic. There's a really good chat with Homicide. Uh, Reese Vague was another good one. Um, Luke Travers was another good one. Bryce yeah. Cotton's another good one. There's so many good basketball chats. Yeah, there. The, the Bryce Cotton one is uh, awesome. That was probably one yeah. of my favorite things I've done. It's all time. I've heard it. It's really, it looks like a Netflix documentary that they're yeah. filming of. It looks bloody awesome. Um, yeah. And we've got Ben Air coming out uh, in a few weeks' time as well. It's just signed for Southeast. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've, I've got Nick on next week as well. What to do on Sweet. a few weeks. So yeah, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a big, uh, big lot of uh, basketball stuff coming your way for uh, Down the Back Chat Studios. For sure. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. That episode from Backchat Studios lives on the ACAST Creator Network. If you want to sign up as a patron or access all of our merch, head to backchatpodcast.com.au.